Welcome to Just Saying. I'm Joe McCormick, your host. Thanks for listening to today's show. Today, we're going to tackle a tough subject, and it's an argument against persuasion. If you're new to the podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, and even more, please give us a positive rating on iTunes. We're building a movement of lean communicators, people that are passionate about being clear and concise. And as you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and I'm the managing director and founder of the Brief Lab. We help organizations master brevity, saving time, communicating much more effectively and efficiently. The point of this podcast is pretty simple. It's to help you and your ideas stand out. It's to give you a skill which is highly valuable. So thank you so much for joining. I am really nervous about today's show, and I have to, to make an admission here. I've, I've been thinking about this for a while as a topic because it is something that drives me absolutely crazy, and it's the loss of civil discourse. People are just tuning each other out at incredible rates, and they're trying to convince each other to take each other's sides, but it doesn't work. We all feel it, but I need to talk about it. Because it is really, I think, fundamental to to us as human beings and to our society and how we act as professionals and just people. And I need to make an argument against persuasion. You know, why it doesn't work for me and why it might not work for you. And the reason of this for me is that it just doesn't work. I don't want to be sold. I don't want to be persuaded or convinced or swayed. It's just not in my DNA. When I feel or sense a person coming toward me, trying to win me over and overpower me, salesperson, a person with a completely different point of view, and they're really aggressively trying to convince me, I'm going to resist. My listening is going to be different. My demeanor is going to be different. I'm just going to be different in that conversation. It's just going to be not a pleasant conversation, one that I really want to be in. And I feel like that is what's happening to us in society today. It's really a loss of the civil discourse. Um, What's happening? Well, you know, people need to respect each other, certainly. But I feel like it's, it's this pushiness of trying to sell each other ideas that in an open marketplace of ideas, people are just resisting, you know, just, you know, being, being persuaded. I like listening to podcasts, radio, I'm a pretty open mind about different things. You know, I, I have strong opinions on some things. I'm pretty open about other things. And I have grown to really, really seriously dislike talk radio. For, and, I, and I used to listen to it pretty, pretty frequently. What don't I like about it? It's, in my opinion, the worst form of persuasion because what it's doing is it's like pre- people that are preaching to the choir. They're they're trying to convince the converted, you know, and it's not effective for people that don't share that point of view, yet there's no civil discourse in it. It just becomes increasingly um, less civilized. Um, it's heated. It's debate. It's persuasion. And that's really what I want to talk about today is this argument against persuasion. It's not against belief. It's not against conviction. It's about the method of explaining you know, yourself and what matters to you. And, and you might be passionate about something. I want to go into my boss's office and convince her to, 
you know, to give me a raise or I'm trying to get somebody on my side or sway people or influence people. And in my experience, it doesn't work. And the more we're laden with information, the less it's going to work. And I think people are becoming pretty polarized in a lot of things, kind of us and them, and their listening is changing. Um, what's happening? The irony really is, you know, the more you try to be persuasive, the less they're going to hear. They're going to hear. Their listening changes. And I'll, I'll give you a really quick example of this. In our courses, we have a saying, which is, you know, tell me, don't sell me. And when we do exercises, we'll have a person come up with a big idea. And in this exercise, they, they formulate an idea. This would maybe a, a point of innovation or something that would change or improve their organization or how their organization works. And we help them prepare it. We bring them through like brief mapping and how to, what, how to create a headline and how to structure it and organize it and trim out the, the fat and, and really make it all work. But then when you actually hear people pitch their idea, the more persuasive they are, the more pushy they sound. Um, they sound more like an infomercial. They sound more like a salesperson. You know, just for background, if you look at statistics, I mean, I read a recent report. It was like something like, you know, 3% trustworthiness for salespeople. And, you know, you know, nine out of 10 people dislike salespeople. Well, well what happens in, an, in, a, in a scenario like that when a person hears and thinks that you're being a salesperson? It's going to affect their listening. Their listening is going to change. So I ask people in the courses, what would you be thinking? How would you be thinking if it sounded like I'm trying to convince you? And their answer is, I would start looking for the catch. I would start resisting. I would start countering or pushing back. And my response is, is, is always, great. That's a, that's a terrible way of getting somebody to listen to you is to have them resist or look for holes. Now, I don't mean to say that people can't agree and disagree or find counter arguments, but when it's really a hard, pushy sell, it changes the listener in a, in a very fundamental way. And it leads to, you know, people start to tune each other out, which is a much, much bigger issue. So it's something to keep in mind. But what happens when people sense that you're that you're being persuasive, you're trying to convince them and win them over, well, certainly their listening shuts down. They start resisting. They start thinking for counter arguments. They may even feel threatened or not valued, like you're trying to win and I'm trying to lose. Right. And and the second thing is, you know, there are there are winners and losers, um, and nobody wants to be a loser. You know, everybody wants to win, but when you're trying to persuade somebody, you want to come up on top. Well, that certainly means they might, they might come out on the bottom. Nobody wants to come out on the bottom. Um. This is just a hypothetical, but just as I, as I go through how ineffective this is for people, for me, to be convinced or persuaded or swayed to another side, imagine in a heated argument or a debate, this kind of naive thought that the person might be like, oh yeah, you know what, you're right. You've convinced me. You've, con you've given me all these great arguments. I'm, I'm convinced. Now, that doesn't mean you can't be convincing, but the harder you try, the less effective you are because their listening starts to really shrink and they really aren't even listening to anything. So if you're really trying to get through, we need to find ways to get through and being pushy or persuasive or like the hard sell 
doesn't work. It doesn't work because people aren't listening. So what do we do? What what options do we have? I really think that there's a new sort of a, a new way of looking at things, which is phrased in the expression that I, I use in our courses, which is tell me, don't sell me. You need to tell me. You need to, and I ask, well, what what's happening when a person's selling and they sense that they're being sold and what's happen, happening when they're being told something? And the effect on the listening is completely different. When a person's being sold, they feel like they're being persuaded or convinced. And again, I don't want to be persuaded or convinced. But when you're being told something, people ready, readily will say, well, I'm being informed or explained. This is an altogether different way of communicating. It's not, it's not pushy. It's not persuasive. It's not pressing somebody. It is informing, informing or explaining. And my, and my likelihood of hearing and listening to that is significantly different. It's changed. I was, I was um, flipping through the dials recently, and there is actually a, a talk show that I listen to because the, the host is really civil. And again, my bigger fear of this about the, about persuasiveness is that people are are really just they're not trying to persuade the other the other the other side they're trying to persuade they're they're preaching to the choir they're trying to appeal to persons that already bought and that basically kills civil debate completely we can't talk to each other with very different points of view and different different worldviews or perspectives without turning into an argument and I think that that's Part of a civilization is to be able to speak to people that you totally disagree with in a civil way. And there's a person on the radio that I really admire because he has that constraint. He has that respect for people that he can talk to nearly anybody and he can have a conversation with them that's civil. And what he says was great. For me, I heard it and I'm like, this is great. This is going to help me in this podcast because I get nervous about doing this. He says, clarity is better than agreement. Try to be clear. Don't try to get people to agree with you. Your goal is to be clear. And I just thought that was great. That was really great. Well, how do I do that? How can I get to that point where people could say, I get what you mean, but we're not trying to get them to, I agree with what you're saying, or I'm on your side. It's just about being heard and being clear, not winning. Well, I have, I have, a, I have like five questions, and these are questions that I can ask myself as a it's kind of like a test, and, and, and this is really can be helpful for me to say, have I jumped this from telling to selling? Am I really going into my boss's office trying to explain what's happening, not trying to convince him to change his mind or, or trying to win the sale? And here's just five kind of, kind of five quick questions that I would run through myself. First question is, am I trying to win? Is this about winning or winning them over? directly, intentionally. I'm trying to win and, and have somebody else lose. Um, I know that people want power, and but power and weakness, This if it's about winning, there's going to be resistance. So that's the first question. Am I trying to win? Second question is, am I saying you or they a lot? It's very, very easy when I'm telling somebody to keep things in the first person, like I and we, and when you can shift gears to selling, it quickly goes from I and we to you <laughs> and you and they. And my silly example is, you know, my sister would 
get excited about telling me about her great vacation. And then somewhere in the conversation, it starts becoming a sales conversation about how I, how you need to do this and you should go there. And, and it, she starts to convince me that I should take a vacation in the same place that she went to. It went from telling to selling. And now I'm wondering, why did I stop listening to her? It affected my listening. So am I saying you and they a lot or am I saying I and we a lot? Keep it in the first person. That helps a lot. Am I telling or selling? Is my intention to clarify and explain? Talk about what it is and why it's happening and how it's happening and where it's happening. Almost like recounting or informing or explaining. Is my intention to really explain clearly and concisely? Or am I trying to convince them and, and win them over? Okay, so is it telling or selling? The fourth question is, is, am I doing this for me or am I doing this for them? Who's benefit? What's in it for them? You know, how am I trying to help them? You know, what's, what's, the, what's the underlying point here? You know, what's my motivation? Um, I mean, a quick story. Many years ago, when I um, started working professionally, I worked in sales. And I had a terrible time because I just... Trying to be persuasive, it just didn't work. It didn't work for me. I didn't like it. And the people apparently that I was trying to sell, they didn't like it either. So I had the kind of meeting with my boss and he pulled me aside and he's like, hey, listen, you know, you're really not doing that good. I don't think he was going to fire me, but it was clearly like you need to do something different. And he asked me, you know, like, well, why do you like working for this company? And there were very specific reasons why I liked the company. That's why I went to work there. And I didn't feel like I could talk about that. And he said, well, in your, in your sales presentations, talk more about that and less of trying to convince them to, to, to buy from us. So I started doing that. And the next day I had you know, a bunch of sales because I stopped trying. The irony is you know, the harder you try to convince, the less convincing you are. So there's a big irony. Just tell me, don't sell me. And the last one is, am I looking for a yes or is it better to say, I get it? So quick question is, am I trying to win you over? Am I saying you or they a lot? Am I telling or trying to, or am I telling you or just selling you? Am I doing this for me or for them? And the last is, am I looking for a yes or I get it? And I think at the end of the day, clarity is better than agreement. It leads to understanding, which is the most important thing is people can say confidently, I get it. Now, that is an argument, <laughs> a personal argument that I'm making to myself against persuasion and why I think telling is better than selling. Just saying.